Coming at you live from the Vivid Seat Studio in beautiful DNHQ3, also in beautiful Brooks neighborhood, South Pasadena. This is the Blue Heaven Podcast. I'm just keep going. Now they know where I live. Just talking. You were supposed to just do the whole show. Oh, with, it's, in my, it's in my Twitter profile. I forgot. It's okay. Everybody we, knows. Yeah, we are powered by the Overtime Podcast Network. What is up, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me as RealFRG. I'm being handsy today uh, on Twitter and Instagram. That's where you can find me. Really. Not, not I'm being handsy. It's not the full. The full. And my name is G-Man Choi. You can find me beating up on Justin Verlander. What's going on, guys? But, but Verlander is untouchable. Not on three days rest or whatever he is. How are we doing today, Nation? It uh, it's so far we are one day removed from the awfulness that that went down in Washington, Game Four. Uh, how how are you feeling? How are you recovering from from said pains from, from our watch party or for the, from the loss? Because <laughs> well, those are two very different yeah, recoveries. That's like we're here at the watch party and then we're all the way down here. Wow, that is a long comment. I almost threw up at the watch party and then I almost threw up when we lost. How did you did you get that toasted? I was pretty toasted, yeah. And oh, well, we got we got Mr. Krajewski in the stream to make sure that everybody's staying calm. Hello, Richard. We appreciate that. Hey, Rick, I have some. Th- oh, wait, I'm wearing your shirt. I'm oh, wearing Rick, Rick of the, booth, the booth Boys. <laughs> Rick is so unhappy he Classic. popped in. But I, I got some stuff here for you, buddy. By the way, so we'll get we'll get you in uh, after. After we we advance to the National League Championship Series, but on today's show we do got to break down some Game Four decisions because you're an expert manager. I'm an expert manager. We are more than qualified on Fiverr, I believe, to be Major League managers. The Dodgers are down, but they are not out, uh, as we'll learn a little bit later from uh, an excerpt. We will call it from uh, from our good friend Ross Stripling, who's actually you know he's 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 working right now, but. Uh, Bueller's day on. We're going to bring on our good friend Diamond Hoggers, Mr. Clint Evans. We're going to talk some Walker Bueller. We're going to look at Game Five and kind of figure that out. And like this guy was talking about, where apparently he was more trash than I knew. Uh, we're going to get some party party review, uh, thank yous, and and you know, got to thank some of our winners that came out. But of course, first, there's already a lot of you guys in the stream already. Wow, a lot of you actually in the stream already. I'm thank you guys. You guys got nothing to do. I guess nobody wanted to watch the Astros lose. People can multitask. They can multitask. Don't forget, guys, this is a live stream, so make sure you're dropping your comments. Let us know where you're repping Dodgers Nation. Let us know what's on your mind tonight because uh, I was going to insert like a Phil Collins song in there somewhere, but I couldn't feel couldn't feel it out. Susu Studio. I think that's wrong. But something in the air tonight, et cetera, et cetera. I, I, thank you, Rick. He says, thanks, I hate it. <laughs> very that's happy. a very Rick statement. We should get a shirt with Rick's face that says, thanks, I hate it. Yeah. And then infl- hashtag influencer at the top. I'm making that shirt. It's going to be a great shirt. You're welcome, Rick. Uh, I was going to call Rick and try to make him come out here, but I know he just got home today and, and he got a ticket. So, you know, in our prayers, Ooh, bless up. Parking ticket. Press a That's B in the chat. You. That's how they get you. Press B in the chat for bad timing. Perez 1619 oh. is in this chat. So we're ready to go. We're ready to do this thing. Uh, Game four was frustrating, guys. I'm just saying. We're back. Decision, decision. We have 2-2 two, two tie. Uh, coming back here to L.A. for a winner-take-all. It's not what you want. It's not the way you draw it up. But you know what? This is, I guess, what what you want home field advantage for, even though this 2-2-1 this two, two, thing doesn't feel like a home field advantage. But um, people have been a little wild on, on the Internet. You know, people have going all over because this is, you know, the most um, – lunatic time of of season for social media but i don't know about you brook me three but i feel that rich hill did exactly what he was supposed to do what what he was brought on this roster to do 
I don't know about you, but we have more than one Twitch watcher tonight. (gasps) Wow. Perez, you are not alone, my friend. You got like four people in there tonight. Starkness, Zero One, Wolf Daddy. That's a good name. I respect the hell out of that. Uh, Yeah. You know, they were thinking best case scenario, he goes four innings. Um, And I think with that best case scenario, we're like four innings, two runs, maybe. Mm -hmm. That's probably what was in a lot of people's minds. He hasn't thrown much, if at all, most of the year, especially since July. That was kind of the thought process. Um, I I thought he did. I thought he actually stayed in too long. Yeah, I could see that. Given how many guys they had ready to go and primed, ready to throw last last night. That was last night. That was last night. Stupid last night. Given how many guys they had ready to go in the bullpen, how you know Stripling was going to be the long man behind him, even with a thing in his eye or whatever it is. um, Which, by the way, he did not get while here. His eye was perfectly fine. We are not infected. Yet you but we can and be. me have a d- anyways. Anyways, he did exactly what he was supposed to. That's what he was there for. He was gonna eat up a couple innings early on, almost like an opener, kind of like an opener. So you know, in terms of how he did, pretty much what I expected. But there's a couple guys along the rest of the way that uh, disappointed. One of them being uh, Julio. Julio, Julio didn't look good. Pedro. You know, I, it's I, a 97 fastball, I know, six I inches gave, out of the zone. I gave Baez a lot more guff, I'm going to say, a lot more guff at home about it because I'm just, I'm so scorned by, by you know, Baez of, of Christmas past. But it was a good enough pitch. And what did they say? I forgot. And Rick, you probably know the percentage, but like that, that was, I think, one of the fewest. And what's his name? Uh, Doug, Doug, uh, our fine postgame host. <laughs> Too many names in the, the stream up here in my head right now, but. They they mentioned it last night. He mentioned it last night, and I'm pretty sure I've seen Rick say it. That that was one of the only, I think, one of a handful pitches that high in the zone that any Nats, uh, Nats hit out this year. And let alone it was Zimmerman, who's I think in his mid 80s. Yeah, approximately. At least, at least in his back and his shoulders and all that. So it's not what you would expect. Um, it's not what you hope. It's not what you want. But this is what the hand we were dealt, and then that effectively took Kershaw out of the game. The interesting thing is that Zimmerman is absolutely a fastball hitter, and they brought in a guy who only throws fastballs. Now, see in that me situation in my inti- in, intimate, in my mm. uh, infinite wisdom as a Fiverr pro. I'm just oh. telling you. I'm, I'm now making this. I'm gonna be, this is the new thing. I'm going to be a Fiverr pro manager. That's good. I like that. I don't know if you can get a manager on Fiverr, but even so, you let us know in the want. comments to the side. Um, I would have flipped the script there. I would have gone uh, PD in that situation where they brought in Maeda because you can get more out of Maeda. And the fact that you bring in Maeda, who, granted, was, it was only one batter, but he, he looked goodly enough to get out of that. And then you immediately just burn him by going to the coldest guy on your team to hit against yep. Max freaking Scherzer. Yep. Like, I understand all, not all these decisions are Dave's. And even if that one was Dave's, it, I, under, I also understand you... you you only have a finite amount of guys. You have 25 guys this season, 26 starting next season, but you have these guys. These are the guys you need to use. You need Pollock to do something. You paid a lot of money to get him, And unfortunately, you know, <clears throat> just didn't quite work out. No. And uh, why do people hate David Free? Why won't anybody let the man play? <laughs> he is such a damn good playoff bat, no, and he cannot get in the ro- – he can't get on the roster. It's the What's computers, happening? man. The computers hate mm, David Freeze. The man it has playoff clutch – running through his veins and he can't get in a bat in a decent situation. Of course he gets in a bat in the ninth inning with nobody, nobody. on. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect, Dave. <laughs> Perfect. I understand again the idea of batting CT3 in that uh, particular situation. Trying to stay out of the ground the double play. Yeah. This is where like somebody like this guy 
Alex Verdugo being on the roster, I think it makes a lot, a lot, uh, a lot more of a difference because you have just one more outfielder that they, they've had. He didn't want to burn two guys for one spot. Yeah. Freeze was definitely the right guy uh, in that situation because, like you said, his, his blood runs cold. You know the rest. We're not going for the copyrights, but ah, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, here it is, because no, we can't afford the copyrights, but or anything really. If you pinch hit freeze, then I th- what did freeze hit for the 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 pitcher spot or was that for Jock? I do not recall. No, it's for the pitcher spot. But still, there. You, I understand the idea. You're trying to potentially knock him out. You're maybe trying to look at, at changing the outfield. You know, if you're swapping out Peterson and CT three. But uh, the fact that that David Freeze has what I think six at bats. He went three for three off the bench on Sunday when we were all happy. And gets uh, uh, just a pinch hit showing in the ninth inning with one out and nobody on 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 Monday, which is that's just an abomination to the name of David uh, Goliath Freeze. Freeze. Goliath. Yeah. Let me go. With well, that. the thing that is that he's getting those out bats against lefties, which we obviously expected. That's kind of the role that we thought he would fit, and that's kind of the role that they thought he would take on, especially in the postseason. But I mean, looking at the way everybody else is hit, it's like. There, he's got a better chance of hitting against against them than anybody else. I mean, he, he hit 290 against, mm-hmm. uh, or he, no, he hit 290 against left-handed pitching this year. He hit three something against right-handed pitching. He yeah. didn't get as many at bats against right-handed no. pitching, but he still <laughs> showed that he can hit them very well. Yeah, he hit 361 against right-handed pitching this year, yeah. and he, you still don't give him those at bats. He led the team in batting average, you know, again, small sample size, and right. he played in what like. I think 80 games at most, but um, he he I think he hit 315 on the season, and most of that you're saying is surprisingly coming against right-handed pitching. And you know he even said it after uh, after game three or yeah was it game yeah game three he was like you know I could kind of hit in the regular season too. I, I sort of know what I'm doing. Uh, I've been around a little bit. I wonder if that was a, a you know just a little shot there at, at mainly it's the computers. I'm just imagining you know there somewhere you see. Uh, Friedman dusting off his his Apple II. <laughs> Forehand laptop. <laughs> cranking, cranking it out. SD yeah. Dodger agrees. What's going on, Tim? He says, Freeze needs to get all of the at-bats. All of your at-bats are belong to Freeze. Give them to him. AJ Pollock has uh, like one hit in the past seven years or something like that. <clears throat> so, I, I mean, at this point, you got no time to work out AJ's nope. issues right now. So you, know, you hope he comes along in the championship series if we get to that point, but right now we don't have time for that crap. You know he's starting tomorrow, right? It's just it's gonna. He happen. is. He's one hundred percent starting tomorrow. He's one of our guys. He's got us there. <laughs> he's absolutely gonna be in the starting lineup, and I am absolutely gonna lose my mind. And he's absolutely gonna hit a grand slam or some crap like that and make me eat my words. So that's how it works out. Speaking per, into existence, Perez per sixteen nineteen says, "Do they remember that Freeze won a World Series for the Cardinals? I don't think so. You know, I don't think their Apple II goes actually. That far Nelson back. Cruz won the World Series for the Cardinals that Ooh. year. He should, absolutely should have caught that What are you talking ball. about, man? That that dude is totally an expert outfielder. Definitely a right fielder." <laughs> Remember when they used to have bad players play the outfield? Nah, I never heard of her. I miss old baseball. Bento's asking if we can trade batters with the Yankees. Uh, uh, it's pronounced the Jankies, first of all. It's the Jankies, and mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think it's too late. You know, there's something about the roster. You have to... Um, you had to have had that in by uh, there's like by, rules by the September first or before then whatever. But uh, yeah, John to John Du Temple does not want to see um uh, what's his name Pollock in the lineup, which I hundred percent agree. Uh, That's fair, <laughs> and, and I think the world agrees with that. I'm just I'm just I saying. think AJ Pollock agrees with that. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I mean I can only imagine it's got to be a lot of pressure on the homeboy too. 
Can we talk about the fact that uh, Kenta Maeda is the greatest Dodgers postseason reliever of all time? Maeda's been pretty fire. Maeda's been been solid, man. He's coming to some pretty big spots where I thought he was going to just get racked and come up big. Isn't that weird? Like That was a guy who you didn't even want starting during the regular season at some points, and then you're like, all right, he's pretty good. Restructure that man's contract. Make him a reliever. I've said this time and time again. Make it right. I was big time on that train in the offseason. You know, $3 million for a reliever per season is still not that bad. It's not at all. He's going to be 32. He's going to be 32 next year. Just saying. Let the boy sleep in your bed. Okay. James has another very good point here. James over on Facebook. I like our rookies, but we shouldn't be playing them. Maybe that's, that's too far. Um, so Gavin Lux. I haven't felt comfortable about Luxie. Gavin Lux does not look good. And the way Russell Martin is hit just in that one game that he played makes you think that Will Smith probably shouldn't be in the game in the game either. He is going to be in the game tomorrow, by the way, just so you guys know. Um, so I understand that. Matt Beatty should absolutely be starting. And I understand that people are really upset with him that he missed that 3-0 pitch. He, a lot of people forget he definitely got the go-ahead on that 3-0 pitch. He just yeah. missed it. And he's made some pretty freaking solid contact when he's up there. He just looks way more comfortable than everybody else up there. Even if he's not you know, getting on base every time, he's stinging the ball. He yeah. seems to be that, making solid contact. Yeah, his first at bat, he, that was absolutely stung. And it just happened to go right to, yeah. to Taylor in center field. Right. Too many Taylors. Too, yeah. many, Taylors. too many Taylors and too many Turners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lorenzo says you guys are boring. Thank you, Lorenzo. We appreciate hey, that. Friend you. of the show, Wolf Daddy says CT3 should take second base tomorrow. Now, I'm not opposed to that at all. Even Kike. Kike looked good in, in game three as well. Somebody Kike else. I, I don't, it's, it's weird to say that Kike looks decent uh, with, with, like your, point. with your season on the line, I'm, I'm just plainly not comfortable seeing Gavo uh, at, at second base. I'm not, seeing, I'm not comfortable seeing a dude that only had, had less than a month of, of big league experience. Don't touch my happy face. Sorry. <laughs> uh, less than a month of big league experience. Be your your ride or die or, or whatever it is for this this final game of the the uh, the season. Chet Kroll says uh, the rookies <clears throat> should sit. Start the guys who got us there. Chet, the rookies got us there. It's kind of the rookies. I don't know what to tell you, man. It, it's really an uncomfortable and tough situation, and you know, I'm glad we're not the computers that have to do it. I don't know if this one could. Uh, can process the same one, the same way that Friedman's Apple II does. But CT3 at 2B, I do like it. Uh, there, there's a lot of options, and I don't think they're going to be, even if, it's, even if it's the ones we like, not a, not a single, uh, you know, the consensus of us aren't going to like it in some way because that's what we do this time of year. I don't like anything. <clears throat> I haven't been happy since. There you go. That's good. You know, guys, nice but uh, but tickets are very cheap right now for Game 5, and it could be even cheaper if you use our special promo code OVERTIME in the Vivid Seats mobile app and save up to $100 on all ticket purchases for first-time customers only. So get out there and watch your Dodgers win at home. I'm just saying. But we got to fill up the stadium because it's got to be loud, and people are going to talk crap, and it's an early game time, and it's Wednesday in L.A., and people got to work. It's really annoying. I went on Thursday, and that was, what was it, 5.30? Yeah. 5.30 game time? Yeah. I got to... Uh, I parked at 4.45, and I didn't get in the gate until 5.35. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. There yeah. were so many people outside waiting to get through security, and uh, it didn't seem like they added any extra gates or no. anything. They were like, playoffs, same number of people. Yeah, they really did that quite bad. In left, Did you go by the left field pavilion, when, like the, that entrance? 
Yes. Oh, yeah. They put it was... the big merchandise thing out there, too. Uh-huh. And so everybody's just walking around it to get to security. And I was like, man, this is a great setup, guys. Yes, uh, Jesse, overtime is the discount code. That is the full discount code, overtime. 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 But, um, yeah, when yes, I went to that game, I got there a few minutes after the auto gates open and all yeah. that. And, like, it was an absolute nightmare. You know, we... <clears throat> Don't you just love nightmares? We... Certain people I know that drove my car named me and my old lady totally didn't name. go get <laughs> totally didn't go get my old lady's mom's handicap placard <clears throat> or did or did not. I don't know. Are you a cop? You have to let me know in the comments below. But legally they have to tell they, you. They even even handicap parking, they still force you to park down lot F and like, yeah, whatever, just call a trolley dude. They might come get you. That was pretty much it. By the time all was said and done, we or they ended up walking all the way up to the reserve level anyway. Wheeze. Wheeze. Yeah. But I still got my, my Cody bobblehead, one of each flavor. So Ray, we're looking, Raymond called me broke. <laughs> we're looking at this series now. Dodgers have scored 19 runs. Washington has scored 14 runs. And it, it just, I don't know about you, and I'm pretty sure you're going to agree with me. That really feels, and I'm pretty sure most of you guys are going to agree with me. It feels you. like the Doyers have been dominated by, by national starting pitching because they have. But that's why it just, it, why? Here's why the good you, news. Why do you let that happen? Here's the good news. We're probably not ever going to see Max Scherzer again this year. Wait, 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 wait. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? There it is. I said Scherzer, and Siri thought I was talking to her. Hey, you're not paying the price of admission, Siri. That's what I told her. But uh, So that's good news. <laughs> that and is fantastic. the other good man. news is uh, we might get a little Patrick Corbin, which would be ideal. It, it's so sad how much they're trying in this series. If, if and when and if you do happen to pass the Dodgers, Washington, mm-hmm. what are you doing next? Who's going to go out there and start? You guys don't have Russell Martin. You can't just go throw him on the bump. Yeah, you don't have that shutdown closer that also plays behind the plate. Wait. <laughs> Look, I mean, the the Nationals, you saw it from, like, day one. Like, they were going to throw everything they had at this. You know, what was it, uh, game two when they brought out Scherzer mm-hmm. from the bullpen? Mm-hmm. That's how you knew they were going all in on the mm-hmm. division series because they were like, Look, we have never won a playoff series before. We need one. We need one, guys. And yeah. so with them going all in on it, by the time they get to Atlanta or St. Louis or whoever they end up freaking playing, they're going to have no guys left. Like no. The arms are going to be burnt. I think Max Scherzer's thrown like 200 pitches in the playoffs already or something like Seriously. that. Something like way excessive. Um, and in a lot of division series, you don't see them see starters going that deep into games a lot of times, which it seems to be changing up a little bit this year. But it's a good way to have no pitching left for and, the and important games. Where it shows now more of that weakness in the, having so many – you know, predetermined scenarios that you're going to adhere to as, you know, the computers or the front office or whatever it may be. Um, as Rick lets us know, the Dodgers are one for 20 this season against Strasburg. So, ouch, that that's... Um, Shut uh, up, Rick. That just means we're due. That's what all the fans keep saying. Yeah, that's what... Uh, uh, hope, you know, hope in one hand, um, Brooke in the other. I think that's oh. how it goes. Uh, I, I lost my train of thought there. Oh yeah, no, this this really exposes though the the <laughs> this is crap, the air the air quote computers here and okay we we know that eighteen in twenty eighteen World Series straight up Alex Cora and and Boston they wanted it they knew this was their only time they wanted it and they went out and got it they threw everybody and now this season you know Chris Sale fall, fell apart and they just were plainly bad so bad so that they're. Their uh, executive of the year got fired mid-season. 
tight. Same thing happened with um, with with Houston in seventeen. They wanted it more. They threw their starters out there. What we're seeing now is that the 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 pitcher or sorry the managers the other teams are throwing throwing our boys a curveball, throwing Dave in the front office, uh, you know, a curveball by managing more old school. Yeah, and doing everything you can to win that series. And granted, you know, even if if Washington just goes and gets swept, if they happen to win Game Five and goes and gets swept by Atlanta or or Yadier Molina, whoever you know, whoever decides to sweep them, they're still going to feel good that they beat us and they advanced one one round. That's all they care about right now, unfortunately. Frank Talk LA says Giambi was safe. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Giambi was safe. That's um, and Jeter was a hundred percent out of position. By the way, tell me, man. That's such an iconic play. That was the most important play to ever happen. Uh, of the most out-of-position player of all time. Let me just, I got a lot to say about this, Clint. <laughs> Chahuli says can't watch. She can't watch because she's at the fair right now, but do we want a corn dog? You want a corn dog? Is it one of the big ones? Because I don't, I don't feel comfortable eating those. The maximum eye contact. Just give me like a normal <clears throat> size. Uh, uh, another thing we got to bring up, and we're going we're gonna to get more into the, the Game 5 series as opposed to just, you know, rehashing what's happened real soon but uh, our Clint Evans Diamond Hoggers did put out a good story on our DodgersNation.com today about the fact that hey you know what we knew about a lot of these problems coming into the series a lot of the problems that the Dodgers have had all season have really been exposed here I've called it the wolf in sheep's clothing with with the bullpen arms and and the guys we were really expecting to be the go-to guys Kelly Baez Urias Kelly has an 18 ERA he didn't Oof. even get an out in game three. Baez, 13 and a half. Urias, 7.36. Those guys aren't getting it done. I would all. say those aren't great numbers from what I've heard. No. I've never been a. <clears throat> You're not a fiver manager. I get it. Yeah, right. Not even a fiver uh, bullpen coach. Correct. On the other hand, Kaleric and Maeda, they're, they're the only bright, spot, bright spots. Uh, four and two thirds scoreless innings. So that that's pretty to look at. And But, but you also, I understand Dave not wanting to go with. Um, with uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Perez says, uh, "Isn't Evans the scapegoat whenever I need to have a hot take?" No, no, I do have hot takes on occasion. Yeah, yeah, it gets warm in here with the booze. Ah. There's also so far so so many times you can throw Caleric at Soto or whoever it may be, but he's just been downright electric. And and one of the other big things is that all season long we were we've been frightened about the idea of of Kenley Jansen. He's thrown one scoreless inning this series with two strikeouts and he's been generally neutralized. So here's an interesting thought. If we get into a position tomorrow where let's say we're in the sixth or seventh with the bases loaded, is that a spot you start looking at bringing Kenley in because he's the freshest. He's the guy who hasn't gotten much work and he is arguably the guy who looks the sharpest who hasn't been worked that much between Caleric, Maeda and Kenley. Because I mean, if you think about it, they really are going to throw everybody that they can tomorrow to get that win. It's do or die. They have to. So why not bring in Kenley in the biggest situation of the game if the biggest situation of the game is in the seventh inning? I mean, Dave's been teasing that for months. Oh yeah, we don't care about the situation. He's not going to guarantee be the closer or whatever. We want him to get the biggest outs of the game. They did that against the Nationals, remember, when they brought in Kenley in the seventh? Mm -hmm. And then Kershaw closed it out. I would not like to see Kershaw close it out, by the way. Just yeah, we got little... D-May. We got other bodies to do that. Anybody sure. else can close it out. Give me a Ryu closing game. I don't want to see that. But I think it's a situation where tomorrow you might actually see Kenley come in in some early innings, maybe a very early inning, depending on if Walker gets into trouble or not. <laughs> Ideally, I'd like, I'd like to see Walker throw nine shutout innings. That's my ideal. James James over here says, no, he will bring in bias. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, I wish I had. I only have that. I don't have the boom, boom, banana. That's good. 
Yeah, that's really good. So what these guys are saying is that everything has been good except the hitting, pitching, and managing. That's from Brandon Greenwood. <laughs> Brandon, you just 100% read the show correctly. That's yeah. exactly what we're saying. We're not Thank saying you. we're intelligent with our takes here. We're we're bitter and we're angry. We wanted to just get this over with. We look bad to the national media. This is a team that won 106 games, and, and now we're questioning whether or not we're advancing. And and the idea was, I think you're the one who, who tweeted it. It's like if, if you don't have, if you can't get past this, this Nats team in five, you stand no chance against Yankees, Houston, Astros. anybody in, in seven game World Series. Oh, I got a lot of hate. Of messages. course you did, because you did it on the day it happened. I'm sorry that I told the truth, guys. <laughs> Jeez. I'm sorry I'm right. You know? On the positive side, <laughs> somebody Someone's, someone told me that uh the trio of Verlander, Cole, and uh Grinky are half as good as uh the trio of Strasburg, Scherzer, and whatever the lefty guy's name is, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my oh. life, by the way. Yeah, they don't do the they don't you know, they don't they don't go to the magic velocity school over in Washington. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. One thing that's good, and somebody did bring it up very, very early in the stream here, is that the Dodgers are very, very, very good at home. They are? We don't have to worry about um, the wild wind that was going on in Washington that not only robbed uh, Muncie of a homer, but it also <laughs> made Cody look outright dumb on, on a play where eventually a run did score, although that didn't really matter. But... Once again, as, I'm, as we're back on the wolf and sheep's clothing thing, we were all season long. We were worried about the bullpen in so many words or, or so many different aspects outside of Adam Kalerik, oddly enough. But we're also worried about the, the, the Doyer's ability to score without the long ball. And that's really been it right here. If it's not, it's boomer bust. We scored once yesterday and that was on Turner's home run. We felt it was happy. We, we were feeling kosher and then boom, that's it. I'm sad. Less October cold is going to be happening at Dodger Stadium. Did you, you no, happen to see the the thing that there might be a, a different ball? They're saying that the ball has changed again for the playoffs. Yes. Yeah, that's interesting, right? That's what you want to do, baseball. Take away the dinger ball. Just keep screwing <laughs> us up every time we try to adjust. It's supposed to be a. Oh, it's going to be a comfortable temperature tomorrow. Oh, I'm just looking at the temperature now. I got nothing better to do. Game time's like 72. <laughs> Thank you. We're very. Yeah, I mean this is close enough to game time, Can't I guess. Oh yeah. Uh, Jason says, watch out though. Santa Ana winds are supposed to be kicking up tomorrow. Plus hashtag shadows. There is hashtag shadows. I feel like we historically don't play very well in the shadows. <laughs> Pixel clear on YouTube says something very concerning. Uh, the Dodgers do is that they only score a bunch of runs and then they end up being bad the next game. So in that, in that scenario, this would be a good game. Positive. I had, to, I had to add it up. Yeah. Had, yeah. Yeah. Power of positive head. thinking. Yeah, that's good. I like that. The also positive is that uh, in this series, no team has won back-to-back games. Mm -hmm. So logically, you would think that we're going to win, right? We're going to win. Let us know in the comments below. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you set up? I want I want you to do because you're such a professional. I want you to do this this fine ad read right here. Oh my goodness! It's oh, not as many words as you think, ladies and gentlemen. While the pursuit of that elusive championship continues for the Dodgers, our friends, our close and personal friends at MyBookie, have great ways to get you in on the action because there is plenty of action to get into. We're talking every game on the run line, the money line. Or the total. Don't know what a lot of those things mean, but I know that they're betting terms. Plus, series odds, players props, and updated odds to win the whole uh, enchilada. That's what they call it. Yeah, that's usually what they call it. And that just scratches the surface of what they do. We've teamed up with MyBookie this October to give you this great offer. Sign up at MyBookie.ag and use promo code OVERTIME. Yes, again, promo code 
Overtime. Keep it simple. And they will match your very first deposit. Again, promo code OVERTIME. That's O-V-E-R-T-I-M-E. And new users get their first deposit doubled. MyBookie.ag. You play. You win. You get paid. Good timing on that. That's excellent. I'm really (laughs) I'm on that one. I'm a professional. Frank Talk LA asked if he could run an ad on the show. How much you got? We take. What does he want to advertise? We start at Bud Light and we move up from there. Oh, he's asking if I can run an Anthony Davis on the show. That's oh, he can absolutely come by. That's yeah, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, we could fit him in here. It's, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Daniel's being happy. Daniel over here on Facebook says the Dodgers are done. That's what we want to hear, Daniel. We appreciate it, Samuel. Thank you. Daniel. I love me some Jed Jerko. Hmm? Said no one ever, but I think the important thing, the important thing to, to talk about here is that the boys are down, like I said, but we're not out. Um, they've been here and they've been here often. And earlier, actually, it was last week before the start of the series, I did have our good friend, Mister Chicken Strip himself, Ross Stripling, in the studio to to kind of give us a bit of a series preview. And I, I'm focusing here on one part. Uh, Pixel, we're going to get to your 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 part of the question here next, as we are going to talk Walker Bueller with uh, Mr. Clint Evans right after this. But um, this is just the, the level of confidence that the boys have heading into this series, and and really, you do feel more gooder after hearing Ross. The team, it looks like the Nats sort of built themselves up to try. They knew if we're getting in, we're, we're probably facing L.A. Like I said before, I don't know if I said it off the air or whatever it was. I mean, this team looks scary. Help help us, help Dodgers Nation, help everybody feel better about this series. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll do my best. It, it, you know, it's just you can't focus on them, right? you got to focus on us and how good we are. Dude, we're, we're so confident as a team. Played really well down the stretch. Uh, swept the Padres, swept the Giants, and um, you know just heading into the postseason with a lot of momentum. So I think you got to not worry about the Nationals and, and focus more on how how good the Dodgers are. I mean, we set the record for most wins in yeah. franchise history, and it's a motivated team, and they've been motivated all year. So you know I think that that should give fans confidence. This guy throwing realistic thoughts out there <laughs> and actual cohesive processes on it. We're not about that. We're all doom and gloom, man. Yeah. yeah, I hope everybody like turns off their Twitter at this time of year. It's just it's not it's not a fun place. Not a fun place indeed. I don't like Twitter. But you know what is going to be a fun place? Dodger Stadium tomorrow because we got Walker Bueller, Walker F and Bueller on the mound, and um, Mr. Evans. What's going on, man? How are you feeling about this uh, this game five? Gentlemen, good to be with you. There's uh, there's no crying in baseball, and there's no paranoia in blue heaven, right? Well, 50-50, depending on which am I day. Sensing a, am I sensing a little bit? All right. I don't know. It just feels like we've been here so many times. At some point, the, the clock needs to strike midnight. I don't know. If that's... Listen, I've lost back-to-back World Series. Personally. Nothing can hurt me. Yeah. No woman, yeah. no person. No woman, no, no weapon. <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, it's... Uh, you know, it's it's a little weird to think about that. Like our our winter, like doing the things we do, could start, you know, 24 hours from now if things don't break our way. I mean, that like that thought just hit me today. I mean, it's depressing. You know, I mean, to think like it just it feels like it was just yesterday we were here. Um, our season ended, you know, in Red Sox, and it's like I couldn't wait for this year to get started and. And it's like it went by so quick, and it's like I can't believe in a blink of an eye it could be done, and we're 
talking about you know some crazy scenario like are the Dodgers going to trade for Mookie Betts? It's like I, I'm not ready for that yet. You know, I I want to write about and talk about you know NLCS matchups and maybe us we're losing a third straight world. No, I'm just joking. there. You go. No, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> hey man, you're supposed to be the voice of reason. Yeah, no, I mean, and I, I want to be honest. Uh, the first thing I want to make clear, I, I said it on Twitter. I've said it in one of my articles today. Like, I stake my Blue Heaven credentials, my already soiled reputation to it. The, the Dodgers are going to win tomorrow, in my belief. I mean, I really feel confident about that. I mean, I, I there's there's times that I'll say like I don't, I'm not feeling it, but I really, really feel like they're going to win tomorrow, and and I'm I'm not worried about it. This is the spot I, I wanted. I thought it would go five games. As long as Bueller's going game five, I thought, you know, don't panic force him. Like, losing game three, you know, he would have – maybe there would have been a decision to throw him game four in some wacky scenario, and that didn't happen. We avoided that. We, You know, we got our guy at home, and there's not a better guy in the game, in my opinion, like, to throw in that spot. I mean, this is this is where he turns it on, and, yeah. and I feel great about it. Well, yeah, once again, the, the – this season, so much rides on the arm of our, our beloved Buell dog. And he's been there before. He's been there plenty of times before. Game 163, yeah. uh, NLCS Game 7, yeah. World Series Game 3, when they're trying to keep the Red Sox down from going up 3 to nothing on us. Uh, the clincher this year, he just he seems to be that guy that rises to the occasion. He's that guy that we always wanted Kershaw to be in the playoffs or yes. in big moments. And he's you. that guy that we have – Honestly, when's the last time we've had this guy? I don't. I can't think of a time where we have had this guy other than maybe Oral. Yeah, and that's the only other and guy I that I can Oral. even think of. I love Oral. That's great. But Walker's that guy, and that's the guy that uh, you know. Despite having a rough slash weird regular season this year, maybe a weird bounce back campaign, he is a guy that you feel confident in, and just the. You know, they talked. There was an article that talked about his uh, his uh, cockiness and his, his bravado. Exactly. Bravado. Yeah, and I love bravado. It. I baby. mean, that's the yeah. guy that you want walking into a clinching game, a game with your back against the wall. That's the guy that you want in that situation, and that's the guy we're getting. And I'm confident in it. I feel good in it. The only question I have is, uh, is everybody else going to show up to the game? Because mm-hmm. you know, there's more than one guy throwing out there. There's more than one guy playing. Somebody's got to swing a bat. Walker can swing a bat, but uh, yeah, he might need some help. Well, we're, he's going to be followed by Kershaw, and if there's one thing we've learned time and time again is that somehow Kershaw always finds a way to pull a gem out of his ass, you know, when he's in the, in the third. The strangest times. Yeah, the third, fourth inning and on or whatever. He'll do some magic. He finds his way. And when you got the Buell dog on the mound, there's a reasonable expectancy that you don't need CK until way later in the game because you would hope the same way – Scherzer emptied the tank in Washington in game four. You're going to see that out of out of Walker. And there's no doubt in your mind that he's the type of dude that can give you that seven innings. And, you know, you're going to have a few heart attacks in there. You're going to have a few scares. But he's the guy you want. And he's the guy you want throwing. If you can make a clone of a dude, that's the guy you want. I'll take two. You guys both said it really well. I mean, I'm glad Brooke brought up that that article uh, i think it was out of the athletic you know he's just such a confident guy it's not something that he's trying to project i mean it's just it's who he is and he's i think just one of those rare you know you can probably count him on one hand in all the sport like i think he really strikes fear in the opposition when they're like 
they're going to face Walker Bueller today. Like they don't want to see him. And you guys can think of a few guys around the league, maybe that that are like that. And you're just like, Oh man, he's coming to town today. And I think that, that Bueller really does have that effect on like big league veterans. Even they're just like, man, it's going to be like, I hope I get a hit today. Um, so yeah. And, and, you know, it's just like, you couldn't ask for a better spot and, you know, you, you feel like you can run him out there full throttle if you need to 110, 115 and and then hopefully like you said like i'm just sitting here wondering you know does kenley have to touch the ball i think they'll find a way any way they can they're gonna the ball is going to end up in kenley's hand even if it feels like why are you removing him right now yeah i don't think it's going to be one of the situations like we saw in world series game four last year if it is i'm going to have some problems but this is a, a good question. YouTube, Sam, Sam Scherer says, not Scherzer. He's not a Scherzer. He's a, a Scherer. Uh, Robert, he says Robert's better let Bueller pitch the whole game if he can. And that brings up a very intriguing like scenario here. Let's say Bueller's just dealing as he's been known to do. He's at like 90 pitches in, in the eighth inning or something like that, or 85 pitches. Is he going to still just be able to take care of it? If he's still running the, you know, if he's still running town, is he going to be able to do it? Like, will he be allowed to do it? There's more, more. Oh, that. I think so. I, I think so. I think this is one of those rare. I don't know, man. Spots it it doesn't, you guys. It doesn't check off the boxes on the Excel sheet. Though. It, it doesn't. But when you look at playoff picture and you look at the entire structure of a playoff is built off of streaks and hot hands. That's the all playoffs are ever built off of. If you look at on paper, you know, teams versus teams throughout the course of a season, you can match up teams all you want and think about how it'll all play out. But ultimately it's going to carry over into how they carry over from the regular season into the postseason. It's all about streaks. It's all about riding players who are hot guys who are your best players all year round might disappear in the playoffs. Mm Kind of like Cody Bellinger did a little bit early on in the series (laughs) and Pollock has done all all series. It's all about those streaks. So if you're going to trust your guy, you got to trust your guy and you got to ride him straight through it because you don't know what's going to happen, especially with, you know, you consider how shaky our bullpen's been all year. If he's in the eighth inning and he's got no runs going for him and he's racking up 15 strikeouts or whatever it is and we're in a one-run one game, pff, let him go until there's a base runner on. That's what I say. And I'm okay with that. You know, I would want I would want the, the throat stomp of if we're up by like 10 runs, let just let Russell close it out. There you go. Let Russell close <laughs> it out. Can just you imagine? What are your thoughts on the lineup, man? Do you think we see any of the um, any of the problem children in the lineup tomorrow, namely uh, Pollock? Uh, so I saw a quote um, about an hour ago. They asked Roberts about it, and you know, I I think he said something like, "I I still need to examine it," but AJ definitely acknowledged that he's not feeling the best or something like that. It was enough. It gave me enough hope that, like, maybe they're they're not going to play Pollock. Um, I. You know, I know there's a lot of debate out there. Like it's too big of a spot for Beatty. I, I don't personally agree with that. I think Beatty's taking some really good cuts in, in all season, but in the series. Mm-hmm. And but more than anything, like game five, like just let David Freeze have like four, four at bats. Like let him be in the lineup towards the end of the game if his turn comes up. Just like let him, like don't use him as a pinch hitter. Like I think he could get a couple of knocks tomorrow off Strauss. Uh, move runners over, like have veteran good at bats, even if he's not getting hits. Um, he's just a guy I, I'm hoping is in there. I don't think they'll play Pollock. I just think there's just too much against it, even though the batter versus pitcher history is really good. And I mean, I think the one guy that I really have a, a, a weird feeling on is I think Seager's going to come up big tomorrow. I think he might, you know, hit a home run or something. I feel like, 
you know, he took a really good stroke last night hitting that ball off the uh, off the fence. And I and I feel like, you know, all series long, he's he's had 20 and the blackjack dealers had 21. Like he's really, <laughs> really close. He's not looking bad still. He's he's like having great at bats. He's fouling off pitchers pitches. He's he's right on it. He's just just a tick off. And I think Strasburg is going to groove one or something. And maybe we're in that panic spot. We're down one, nothing or, or two, two, nothing. And, uh, Seager, Seager has a big breakthrough swing that we've been waiting on just like all season to be his moment. And I, I have a feeling he's going to come up big for us tomorrow, but I think, uh, Blake Williams ha- had it really, he posted what he thought would be the lineup, you know? And I think if you, he didn't have Pollock, but I think he, he hit the nail on the head. I think that's the lineup we'll see tomorrow. If you guys find his timeline, his tweet. Tim, Tim over here, different Tim, Tim Rabara uh, says CT3 leads off. I'm not bad. I'm not mad at no. CT3 leading off. I don't think Jock is a guy for that anymore. I haven't thought Jock was a guy for that for quite some time. Uh, I do like the Baders Taters experience uh, in the lineup for sure. That looked to be an experience for him in left field yesterday, though. Yeah, that was yeah. it was interesting. As as, as a, a prime uh, bench player in softball, I can tell you about struggling in the outfield, and boy, that was it. Listen, man, it was windy. You know, there was some mm-hmm. factors and stuff like that. He's also yeah, not, he's not an outfielder. Too. Yeah, Soto yeah. has not looked very good. He's got a weak arm out there and all that. <sighs> yeah, know. you know you have a bad outfield when Michael A. Taylor has the best arm in your outfield. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I don't know how that guy has survived the big leagues this long. He's, hasn't he been like a career one? Nine lives. For, yeah, for, yeah. He's, like, real. he's like a Billy Hamilton One organization. Type. Yeah, for yeah, real. One. They, they all, everybody has those guys. They have Michael A. Taylor. We have Jock Peterson. Of course, our version is just a lot, 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 lot better. And yeah, a little bit chunky. Speaking of chunky, Julio. Julio. Are you serious? I knew you were going there. Julio, I knew you were man. going there. Oh, boy, Julio. Yeah. My the, boy is thick. The, the velos dropped a little bit for sure, but it looks Yo. like the tamale intake has climbed <laughs> severely. <laughs> and I'm a big boy, so I, you know, I know my fair share of Tamals, <laughs> as they call them. <laughs> boy, boy, Julio is going to be a great spokesperson for Chompies in, in uh, February. <laughs> no, <he's... laughs> friend of the show, no, Chompies. I, I feel like he's not. You know, and I'm sure there's a stat that probably goes against everything I'm about to say, but I feel like he's not missing bats like no. the Julio I remember. I mean, I'm watching him the last two outings, and um, it just feels like what happened to that that thin kid that like just could blow you away. And I saw his, his K to base on balls. It's fine. He's all that looks fine. But like, I just feel like when I watch him, he, he doesn't have that strikeout pitch. And no. I think, you know, early in the year, my thought was, okay, this guy could be an X factor. Like he could be our hater. He could be our, our Andrew Miller, like, like Miller was for Cleveland. And I just think it's, he hasn't emerged to be that. And that's one <clears> big <throat> reason that, um, you know, I've lost a little bit of, of faith in the bullpen because I thought Julio was going to be a real dominating presence this time of year, and I, I'm still waiting to have that kind of take place. Yeah, the second half of the season, he it actually uh, or it absolutely was a, a less good second half of the season. I don't have the ERA in front of me, but I, I can tell you it was eat RA. All right, that's enough of it. That's, that was, it was yeah, too you're really low, just pounding on it. That's low, a low-hanging fruit right there. Low-hanging burrito right there, my bad. I didn't oh, mean to. Oh, there you go. <laughs> just, just, I'm just saying. But yeah, but you said it right. Where you, he was definitely the guy that we thought was going to be, uh, you know, he was going to be the X factor for us. It's the guy we haven't had that's a spot in the bullpen that, that we haven't had, like, a lot of reliability 
champion and looking at him and his his career so far, we thought, you know what? This is going to be great. He's going to be excellent out of the bullpen. He's going to yeah. be the shutdown guy. He's going to be exactly what we need. And, well, he's not that. That's for sure. I can say he's not that right now. Um, yeah. He did look a little fatigued yesterday in particular. Yeah, this uh, he is, left a lot of balls out over the middle of the plate, which this is, is the first historically a Kershaw move. He's done. He's gone this deep into a season, this late into a season in a while. I mean, last season he just he came up and and you know showed up for the after dinner snack and. <laughs> made, made, I mean, in in the context we're talking about here, guys, if he if he started breakfast and spring train anyway. Um, Tim Tim over here, SD Dodger brings up a, a good point that. I debated whether or not to bring it, but you can't discount the the impact of, of the DV suspension. Of course, when it finally came back around at the end of August, that really derailed its, his season. It feels like in you number, know, and then they were trying to change his role. You know. I was just going to say that, Clinton. Yeah, you know, I mean, they didn't. I feel like do him any favors in that. I kept waiting for them to make him like either the seventh or eighth, like just the, the setup guy, the two inning bridge guy to get to Kenley. And like, he just got bounced around a lot, you know, whether they needed an opener or whether they needed a you know, guy to come in the fifth, he never really had a chance to get comfortable in any type of yeah. role has anything to do with the stuff that we're seeing. But again, from a mentality standpoint, it's, it's gotta be, you know, he just, he doesn't have a, a role that he ever got, you know, comfortable in. And Brooke, let me know if I'm right on this one. It seems like, by the end of the season, they were starting to worry a little bit more about that innings count and getting him more prepared for 2020 and that potential rotation spot. Yeah, there was just the you know the complexity of not knowing where Rich Hill was going to be, not knowing where mm-hmm. he was going to be with his injury, not knowing if he had thrown his last pitch possibly of his career, if not for sure as a Dodger. It put him in a weird spot where they're like, we're either going to use Julio as a starter or he's going to be in the bullpen, but we don't really know. So we're going to try to stretch him out. And they tried to stretch him out and then they didn't need to stretch him out. And it kind of backfired a little bit. And Rick points out to us that his ERA splits were almost identical in the first half compared to the second half. But his batting average against went up about 70 points in the second half. So I think it definitely got to him. I think, uh, you know, with all the things that happened to him this season, combined with the fact that this is one of the longer seasons of his career, the, you know, he hasn't pitched this deep into a year before. Yeah. It, it all adds up, you know, and like you said, Clint, it doesn't really help that uh, they couldn't really figure out his role or figure out where he was going to fit into the ro- rotation or the bullpen. There's a lot of factors for the kid. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him left off the NLCS roster. Yeah, the way wow. it's going, See Tony and that's, Smokes that's get saying that. something. And well, if it's yeah, if it's at the uh, getting Tony Smokes on the roster, I mean, I, I'm sad that he couldn't find his way on. I feel like he could have had a little bit of an impact in, in some of these uh, these games that we're seeing with yeah. the scores and stuff. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's tough. I mean, it's like you want Urias to be an impact and, and be part of like the main core that you know, as a part of this, this getting back to a third world series, but it's, it's just not taking shape. I don't know. Maybe something big happens tomorrow and he factors in, but I don't see a scenario where if things go our way that he, maybe he doesn't get the ball. And, you know, you talked about uh, Tony Smokes. Um, we're, I'm getting a little ahead of myself here, but that is my bold prediction for the uh, NLCS. Should we make it, it that far? Yeah. Is that, that would be is such that, a treat. Is that I think Tony Smokes definitely makes the uh, bullpen. I don't think it's Julio that gets the boot. Um, I think ultimately it's probably friend of the show, Ross Stripling, that gets the boot. 
um, mm-hmm. for the roster. What? I'm, I'm so sorry. But, you know, if you had told me before, like if it was before the NLDS, I'd be like, oh, absolutely, Kenta's not going to be on the roster. Mm-hmm. And look at us now. Kenta is... Uh, it's, Everything. I mean, Strip has. Yeah, Strip only had. Yeah, no, he. No, he's not scoreless. He gave up the. Uh, but that was aided. That was wind aided. The one that yeah. that, that Cody <laughs> muffed out there in center. That's one way to put it. Evans, yeah. what do you got for if if you make it? What is your bold roster prediction or your bold move? What would you change? Uh, assessing this division series roster, and again, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but assessing this division series roster and assessing the needs and looking forward to the next series where you're either playing St. Louis or, or Atlanta. Yeah. What, what's your move? So, I, I mean, I've always actually been really bullish on stripling. Uh, mm. Before last season, I, I was, okay? Um, He's just on the that show. Said, that, I, I, I really like it. But that, that being said, um, I was – a little upset that smokes didn't make it over yeah. stripling a lot of people and, were, and yeah. yeah i'm with i'm with brooke that's my only move that's my only change i would i would have gonsolin on the roster and the biggest thing was like the other night uh, when kelly came into that game where we had a commanding lead like i i don't know i want, i thought that was the spot for for you know vintage stripling you know come in right there and just let us coast but for whatever reason they went to kelly and i, I probably had more with them wanting to see kelly than it did mm-hmm. not wanting to see stripling but it just kind of feel Ross has got that feeling to him right now um, where like fields had in 2017, where like they mm. almost like don't want to, they just don't want to touch them if they don't have to. Uh-huh. And I feel like you just can't, you can't roll through the playoffs with, with anybody on the roster where you're trying to almost not, not have a spot for them. And so I, I don't know. I, I don't know like what he, he's providing to the to management right now. I mean, I know how much we love him and how highly we think of him, but I would have Gonsolin out there. Just he's got that plus arm talent, and I think that he's mm-hmm. he's not. He's kind of like Bueller. I just I think he's really confident guy. And he does have stuff. Na- he has more nasty wipeout stuff. Of course, if we're, if we're talking yeah. Ross, he's got a nasty curveball, but something plays a, a good amount different with with that slider and more than that uh, split finger, just just to get those ground balls and and to kind of potentially extend your inning. Different or an interesting one. Before I get to mine, I, I like what Ryan's coming up here. We got Ryan, and I'm assuming Steven's going the same way, both on Facebook. Uh, Ryan says Joe Kelly should get the boot. He's looked like the April May version of himself. And now we're looking at September where Joe Kelly was barely in any games and he looked straight bad. He think his ERA was close to 6 or is about, you know, 5 and a half. I don't know about you guys, but sitting for a week and a half or two outs in one game against the Giants is not quite my um oh yeah, no, he's good. He's checked off all the boxes. You could say the same about Rich Hill only going mm-hmm. what five mm-hmm. or two thirds innings, like total, total, yeah. In since June, <laughs> since June nineteenth or whatever, yeah. but it, it just felt like you know. Granted, Joe Kelly looked good in the first game, looked good enough. He mm-hmm. was getting getting it done, but like what what Brooke and I saw early in in uh, spring training, you know, he's back to hooking balls a lot. It looks like his body line. He's not online, and, and he's just, right now, he's not the best option. I'd much rather see someone who's right. You know, get him right, get him thrown a whole bunch, and if somehow you, you make it to the World Series, you got what you paid for in Joe Kelly. Yeah, hope. So <clears throat> I, I agree with, with, uh, with Ryan there, and, and Steven, if he's on that, Press, uh, Press 1619 says Kelly is hurt. No idea why they think he'll heal properly while playing. He had whole body itis, which I've never heard of. 
I got, I've got that every day. Well, I mean, yeah, I yeah. guess experience. That's just called being a human. That's all it is. My bold move and people are going to, uh, I think by now people will finally be on board. And this this bold move is almost going to be an old throwback to, to, you know, former awful co-host Kevin and general bad person. Hi, Kevin. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Uh, my my move, if we we happen to advance, is Kershaw to the pen and May to the rotation. That's that's my NLCS move. Wow! Everybody, that is bold. Where is it? <laughs> and the crowd goes wild because I have control of the buttons. But there's just something different about bullpen Kershaw. And if you have an opener in front of him, seventeen World Series, you pitch you Darvish that first inning and and just just throw Kershaw out there, give him the illusion. Brandon Woodruff, them. It's really his start. No, that's but, rude. that's yeah, that's rude. <laughs> that's just a bully move. Why is that a bully move? I like it. Oh, to the other team. Yeah. yeah okay. The I team. Not the Kershaw. Kershaw but no, I mean, I obviously, care. we know Kershaw can't is not going to be okay with it. But he's that's a grown, my, he's that's a grown man. Thing. He can suck it up. I, I love it, Clint. It's honestly, I didn't know you were going there, and it's the type of like swerve thing that no one would really expect out of the Dodgers, and it, it adds a whole new dimension. It's totally like something you know we've never drawn up before, and like who knows? Like maybe that's that's like what propels us to get over the hump, something like that. I mean, I think that that's really cool. He's got a zero ERA as a reliever in his career. He does. Ace, ace like material. Not many innings, but you you (laughs) stick him right up there next to to Russell Martin and boom, you have yourself uh, an immaculate bullpen right there. Untouchable bullpen. As we just find out that the, the Astros did lose. So, Hey guys, this world, this uh, apparent world series rematch, Mm -hmm. both of the teams are going to game five against the, the wild card winner. Yep. You guys feel better already? No. No. That they have to, no? <laughs> no. Never okay. felt better. Okay. Yeah. 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 Do you, you remember? It's... I think you were there, right, Evans, when uh, Brooke was doing his his jump at at Dodger Stadium. He was robbing a fake home yeah. run, and I think it's when he had the beautiful. the legendary yeah, quote around that same time. Of, Do you guys remember when we used to be happy? Still continues. Yes, I was Still there. Continues. Yeah, I'm gonna remember get that tattooed we on me because we'll never be happy again. <laughs> remember when we were happy? I don't know what they we're gonna do if they ever win a World Series when I'm alive. I don't know. I don't know how I'll react. I don't know what I'm supposed to. How I can't be sad anymore. I think What's you're it? supposed to go to Disneyland. You can die happy. I got banned. That, that's... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Evans. Thanks for joining us for a good while. Thanks for giving us your thoughts and and um, feelings on oh so many Dodger things ahead of Game Five. And of course, follow him as, at at Diamond Hoggers on Twitter, where he's gonna make you feel better up until probably game time, and then something bad's gonna happen, and he's then gonna go. Then don't look. He's gonna go full <laughs> heel, and I'm hoping for it. <laughs> All right, boys. Let's get him tomorrow. Uh, Thanks man, for having. Thank me. you. So to to wrap up our show, I'm hoping we still have some of the uh, some of our friends of the show here on the stream, some of the friends of the show that were there at at the party party with us on. There were a lot of you Sunday, 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 Sunday. Um, but it, I don't know about you. Apparently, you had a really good time. I had a great time. <laughs> it was uh, the Ga- Clearman's Galley was lit. So um, I don't know what, what were some highlights for you. The stream. Uh, taken forever to set up yeah then. that was a good part of it um i think the fact that it took so long to you could just there was just this tension building like with each pitch like you could there was you could feel like the energy just waiting to pop off in yeah. that place and just waiting to blow up even after soto hit that two-run home run in the first inning you could just feel so many people waiting for that moment and then when that moment finally came and russ hit that gapper or, I mean, even before that, there was the home run. So, I mean, there's a couple different things that happened. No, but that no, gapper the, was really the, the big thing was was freezer, freezer, freezer keeping it going. Just too. to base it, yeah, a little boop. Because right then you knew it's like okay, Somebody's he's gonna do it. 
He's going to no, no. Dodgers are zero and one since the watch the watch party. Master controls or Mister controls or Mister controls curl curls. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I got wait, you. Wait, um. But no, it was it was a uh, uh, we had we had a good amount of fun, some more than others. Our boss man, he's not here to produce today because he had such a good amount of fun. He had a lot of fun. <laughs> Liquid fun is what we're talking about. Gang. My wife was like, he's having fun yeah <laughs> luckily my old lady kept ordering a lot of their delicious cheese bread over there at clearman gallery but we had a lot of cheese bread <clears throat> we're gonna hey what's going on cash in this trash welcome back to the stream we haven't seen you in a while i think or i just haven't noticed your comments my bad but uh we're gonna put the we're gonna have a video up or a little hype video and and just you know a thank you video for everybody that came out to to the party on sunday um y'all packed the joint we had some friends uh nerdy dodger became ktla famous and of course, uh, you know, so many other people around there. <clears throat> Dodger Foodie was was part of that that uh, particular clip and and whatnot. And and watching uh, Dodgers Randy hold her laughter in the background while while Tatiana was being interviewed was was really really good quality quality stuff. But also giveaway winners. Funny enough, uh, Tatiana won our our Ross Stripling signed ball through a totally random drawing that we did. But we gave away so many cool things from our friends over at Vintage Brand that you guys see here. On, we have the little label right there. Uh, also, we got Foco. That, that both these these guys give us so much cool stuff for for the the studio and to help us out with the party and all that. And uh, somehow, some way, we ended up giving away. Um, well, on top of the the very nice purses that I think all of our our wives wanted, I think everybody really wanted those purses. But uh, I don't think my wife wanted it. No, I don't think so. Wow, what a she just wanted to go to bed. She really just wanted to go to bed. We always do. We're very. I know it was almost seven. It was past seven p.m. on a Sunday. And I was still out. But we gave away so many shirts, including like there was a line just of of the uh, of like the wait staff and whatnot. Uh, yeah. yeah, they, they would were not going, go away. They were going hard on getting our shirts. So uh, if you have a shirt, send a picture. Tag official Dodgers Nation on Instagram or Dodgers Nation on Twitter. Tag us, and we'll we'll retweet you. Let us know how you got it, and uh, you know, give us like, what your final score predictions or something, uh, something like that. Whatever, whatever floats your pickle and tickles your boat. So what's your uh, final score prediction before we go? Well, what did I say? I said six to three last game. Were you right? When, when I when we won. What was the final score of that game? I don't even remember. I, like no, 10 to four? Was, yeah, 10 to four. Whatever it was. Four. So I was way off. Um, I'm going to say three, two. I'm going to say it's a tight one. And we win. I'm going to say that Walker gives us seven innings of one-run baseball. I want to just be that guy that says we lose just so I can be like, okay, I did that for a good reason. But, you should. But I don't think that's going to work this time. Even the people, the, the crowd outside the crowd was very, goes wild. Ups, very upset about that. But we got Jose Rod saying 5-2. Uh, we got Dodger Man. Hey, that used to be my handle. 5-1 Dodgers. Uh, we got some Dodgers in there for show. Uh, we got 6-3 Dodgers. We got 2 nothing Dodgers. We got a pitcher's duel going right there. All right, fine. Everybody's talking about it. Dodgers are going to win, and I think it will be a tight one for sure. It's probably going to be um, – let's go 4-2. 4-2 is it. Oh, wow. wow. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's all I had. I don't know if you have anything. Pixel says uh, Walker pitches seven innings. Perez says 5-3 Dodgers. A lot of do- – hey, I saw some, like, Astros fans in here. I saw some, some – uh, who's the team? The Nats fans in oh, yeah. here. Where are you all at? Where are you at? Kershaw's going to pitch an inning and two-thirds. That's a good guess. Pixel says also Ryu pitches one inning. I don't think that happens. 
I just don't think he's ready for it. Brian Hatfield, 4-2 LA. We got Bree Shields, 4-2 LA. Bill, Bill, thank you. Bill Vallejo on Facebook says Dodger walk-off. Oh, Would there be, be any better way for this team to do it? For this team to do it? Not for this team, no. Frank Talk LA says 8-4 Dodgers. I like that score, Frank. That resonates well with me because then that means we can load the bases and they can only tie the game in the ninth. <laughs> That's, uh, that's how I that's how I think about things. Guess it says nineteen nothing Nationals. If that's the final score of this game, I will never watch another Dodger game ever again. That's you can write that down. You know that. They're not gonna lose nineteen to nothing. Oh shoot! You let us know. No, uh, yeah, this is gonna be a lot of fun, or it's not allegedly, or it's not. Either way, just um, I probably won't watch. Drink a fair amount, not too much. Uh, I I apparently will only be playing softball, not other. People that are on my team will <clears throat> will not be there. Just saying, but I will be bringing a TV and watching, and I'll be joining our our, our fine post game host. I'm not going to personally join him, but I'm going to be watching along the our DN post game show. Join Doug McCain after the show. That's at dmac underscore la. He's going to be either celebrating with you and popping bottles, or he's going to be crying and taking a lot of of very angry questions from y'all. And comments and, and all that fine thing. So make sure you guys are, are locked in here. Oh, I just realized I was supposed to switch back to that camera. My bad, guys. It's like Evans has been gone for a while. Um, <laughs> he will take a lot of, of uh, he's there. He's, he's ready. I, I, was, I think we were both just like wailing on him just in case. You know. Yeah. Be ready. He's a pretty good punching bag. And you guys can get prepared for all of that fine stuff or even deal with the aftermath of a positive or a negative outcome. Find us on the internet. We are DodgersNation.com. Subscribe to Blue Heaven on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, oh, so many more outlets. It was rolling, right? I was just, I was just kind of rolling. With it. I'm BrookMe3. You can find me as such on Instagram and Twitter. This guy over here is at RealFRG. Uh, we together are G-Man Choi fans, and we are at Dodgers Nation on Twitter, at Official Dodger Nation on Instagram. Huge thank you to our crack production team, which is uh, you. That's you over there. That's me right today. There, on there. That's why and that guy that walked by the, the door and said something about his son Manny or something like that. Thank you guys all for your questions and your concerns. Wait, are you your... here Thursday? Am I here Thursday? Yeah. All right. Sure. Thursday? Yeah. And we'll see you on Thursday. Bye. Bye. My ear holes are sweaty. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home. 